Boom. <laughs> Take two. All right. <laughs> What's up, everyone? I'm Amanda. And I'm Zach. And this is the A to Z Exchange. A weekly podcast where we discuss creative and cultural topics. That's right. And this week we have a friend, Amory Hermits, on. He's a little magician here in the Nashville area. And we're going to talk about magic and stuff. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> but before that, we do have to pay a good old shout out to our sponsorship from NOSI College of Art which is a small local art school here in Nashville, in Tennessee. Nashville, yeah. They do photography, video and film production, illustration, graphic design, web design, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> so more than likely, if it's creative, they offer it, and you can get a degree here. So if you have any questions or would like to learn any more, just go to noc.edu in the description below. Yep. Cool. That works. All right. <laughs> so. Sweet. <laughs> Dive into it, Amory. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Doing great. You know, just <laughs> relaxing. I hear you. Sometimes I fall asleep with my eyes open just looking at stuff. So if that happens, just squirt some water on me or something. Okay. Did you bring the water bottle? I didn't bring the water bottle. Did you? No. I'm... We can just throw that water on you. Yeah, yeah, we can make that work. We'll just make, we'll clap or something if you fall asleep. Okay. But at the same time, that would be the first time that's ever happened. So that would be, yeah. we might just let you peacefully slumber. You might not even see it because my eyes will be open. I'll be looking at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so you do magic. I do do magic. That is what I do. <laughs> so how did you get started in that? Uh, so I got started when I was in middle school. I was kind of a kind of an outcast. Didn't have many friends, um, and I was always into puzzles. I think I was doing Rubik's cubes before magic. And one day I thought, you know what? It would be cool to learn a magic trick. So I googled a magic trick. And once I found one, I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. So I just started looking up more and more until I, uh, until I just like, you know, I, it was an addiction really. Okay. You know. So do you ever relapse into magic? Do you ever go through times where you quit magic? No. I mean, it's my living, so I wouldn't really be making any money if I was, you know, <laughs> relapsing from it. You gotta, you know, if you yeah. take a, if you take a magic break to build up your tolerance again. I mean, I I always like doing. I always like learning new tricks. Instead of just like taking a break to refresh myself, I'll just learn new tricks to refresh myself. You know. Okay. It's just more fun. You know? Do you know how many tricks you know? Do you have a random total of that? No, I don't have a random total. Um, but I. At any point, I could probably do 30 tricks, 30 good tricks, right? So, I mean, of course, I could do 100 tricks, right, that are okay, that wouldn't really amaze you that much. Yeah. But as far as good tricks go, I could probably whip out 30 at any point and then, uh, you know, always learning new stuff and pushing out old stuff that I don't use anymore, stuff like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you have a favorite, like, kind of trick? So, I mean, I don't know. There's from what I can tell, there's like several different types of tricks, like cards and, yeah. you know, whatever. But Yep, so I, I mean, I do like card tricks a lot. Card tricks are probably my favorite. There's some other stuff that I like, too. Um, yeah, mostly, I think card tricks are my favorite. That's really what I, you know, I guess get off on doing. Those <laughs> card tricks. That's what the ladies like. You like the, the card, card tricks. tricks. Yeah. Well, you showed us a quarter trick that was. I, like the I quarter did show you trick. quarter. That's my reputation maker. The that was trick. pretty wild, man. I mean, the I want to ask trick. you how to do it, but I'm sure you wouldn't reveal no, it. I don't so, yeah, I, can, I mean, I can tell you, but um, we have those little lasers that just erase your memory. So, it's yeah, like, well, that's <laughs> the ultimate there won't trick, be right? Any point to it. I don't okay, think. 
So this is gonna turn into an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, very quickly. So how how did you get into magic initially, um, other got, than googling it? What that that was it. I googled it. So I mean, first time I saw magic was David Blaine, in like 2002, uh, or whenever his first special came. I think it was like 1999. Um, and I saw him when I was really young, and I was like, oh my God, that's the most amazing thing. And I didn't know if it was real magic or if, if, if he was just doing tricks. I was like, what the heck's going on here? That's gotta be real magic. And when you're a kid, you wanna believe in that stuff, yeah. right? Um, but eventually, I just got out of it, and I didn't really know there were resources for learning that stuff until I was 12, and I was like, oh my God, is there? I, I realized for a second, I, I don't know why I didn't realize before that, that Google was like a thing you could look up stuff on. I yeah. knew it was there, but I didn't know, like, I thought it was like, look up facts, you know? But I was like, oh my God, <laughs> can you facts. look up a magic trick? So I looked one up and I found them, and I was like, oh, a lot of people are putting this stuff out there. Um, so that's when I, I got into it, you know? So magic got you into Google. Yay, internet. Yeah, yeah. Magic got me in the magic of magic, you know? Right. Magic is magic. So do you remember what the first trick you ever learned was? Kind of. Um, I kind of do. Uh, I, I remember a few of them, and I remember doing them for my mom. They weren't very good, but I do kind of remember them. Yeah, it was just a stupid card trick. Okay. Yeah, dumb old card trick. Was it like counting cards, or, or how, how do most card tricks, you know, is it... What's the strategy behind most card tricks? Obviously, you find a card. Yeah, you want me to show you the first trick? Let's do it. Let's go. We got a table here. Yeah, I mean, it's really garbage, so it's going to be like, <laughs> we're not really, well, you know, nobody's going to be impressed over this. But We are not magic snobs. So. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Um, all right. Uh, take out a card, any card there, Zach. Okay. All right. Show it around. I'll close my eyes. Look at my eyelids here. Okay. Make sure I don't see right. it. Make sure his, his eyes are shut because he doesn't shut, shut him when he sleeps. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Good to go. Yeah. I'll take it back from you. There you go, boss. All right. I'll place it in the pack here. All right. About 27, nope, 30, 28 cards down. 28 cards down. All right. 28 cards down. Should have been right there. All right. I got to use my magic fingers here. Behind the back, I'm going to find it. Boom. I found it. Can you believe I found it that quick? Let's see it. Of course you can, because it's not a very good trick. I told you. <laughs> Look at this one card. I flipped it face over super quick, just by feel. Jack of Hearts, was that your card? That was good. Boom. <laughs> that was oh, good, man. Crazy. No, see, that's it. I'm not. A, that was a good one. Yeah. Unless well, there's I, a whole deck of Jack of Hearts. <laughs> no, there's not a whole deck of Jack of Hearts in there. But that was that is a trick that uh, I learned early on, and I probably would have done it a lot worse early on. But um, now that I know how to perform a trick, I could do it a little bit better. But it's still not like it didn't blow your mind. A card flipped over. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of thought it was cool. So did it you? Was you cool. basically it just counted cool. the cards down. Is that kind of the idea, idea behind yeah, it? Or? It's all science. I think there. Uh, it was. I was a biology major for a couple of years before. Okay. Um, I switched to theater. Get in my stupid pocket. I got keys in there. Yeah. Get out of there. Oh, all right. Um, so I was a biology major for a couple of years, uh, doing you know science and stuff, and I was going to be like a surgeon, you know. You know how what things okay. that make a lot of money, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. This is it. It's boring, and it makes a lot of money. Um, not that it would be boring, but no, you know, I was being, doing a biology, doing biology, and um, I was just so drawn to magic at the time that I didn't want to 
study biology, it was like, you know, the worst thing ever to go and open a book when I wanted to just be practicing magic tricks. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of when I decided I wanted to, to do that for a living. Um, but yeah, it's all science and formulas and like you get little formulas and you have like a, uh, they are even doing this in chemistry now where you put together a little formula for the magic trick. I'm just making this up, it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'm just seeing how we go here. Well, I, I didn't know if there would be, you know, if in certain magic tricks, I know I, I looked up a couple when I was probably 10 or 12. I don't know how you, old you are, but we're probably around the same age. 16. 16? Yeah. Okay. I thought you might be like 17, but you know, we wasn't, weren't, weren't sure. Um, but I know I looked them up very early on because I remember looking up how to solve a Rubik's Cube online yeah. and finding Pogo Bats video like way back in was 2006 or 7. Yeah. And then from there, I was like, I was like, whoa! It would be funny if I learned a magic trick, yeah. and it was just a card trick. But it wasn't that smooth or cool. It was something to the effect of, it was a hundred percent math. But it was like, you stack your cards in piles, and then you move your piles around, and then you restack, yeah, yeah. And, and and someone picks one off a specific oh, pile. Boring. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But it was all organization. So I remember at the time when I looked into that that they. There were people that were like actually putting down numbers on the screen to teach me that that looked yeah. like a formula. So is there actual? Yeah, there are some mathematical tricks. I stray away from them. Okay. Uh, because you can't do that when you're at a party and there's loud music and people are drunk. Yeah. They're gonna be like, "What is this guy doing? What? You gotta right. just like do something visual that hits them hard right off the bat um, and doesn't take a take up a ton of time." Okay. Right? Something that just amazes them without taking five minutes to do a trick. Mm -hmm. Right? You want to get to the point as fast as you can. So is that your quarter trick? Uh, sort of. I'll use that as a, as a closer often because after that people just say, just do the quarter again, man. We just want to see the quarter again. We don't care <laughs> about the card tricks anymore. Show us the quarter. Show us the quarter <laughs> trick. Well, you were just talking about like parties and stuff, so you do a lot of corporate events. Mm -hmm. That's what your like, business is. Yeah, so I do a lot of corporate events um, just for companies that are having parties or banquets, appreciation banquets, um, or like retreats. Sometimes I'll have retreats this time of year. Okay. Or like, I don't know, team building mm -hmm. you know, stuff. But, you know, that in combination with restaurant work, so House of Cards, Magic Restaurant here in Nashville, work at the Hard Rock work at the pub Nashville, um, doing stuff on the weekends. This time of year, I'm a little bit busy with holiday parties, so mm -hmm. I'm not there as much. But um, during the spring and summer and early fall, those are, I mean, House of Cards on there, they're pretty much all, all year because it's a magic venue and they always book me. Um, but spring and summer and early fall, really good times for restaurants, just like doing table hopping. While, yeah. while people wait on food, right? Mm -hmm. Take their mind off of sitting there, being hungry. Right. So they're not just looking at their phone saying, oh my God, I'm so starving, you know? Is there any special, like, official hashtag for that? Like, appetizer of magic or something? We should make it. You should. We should make That's it. your We're brand. That appetizer of magic. <laughs> so, how do these guys get in contact with you? Do you reach out to them and say, oh, hey? Oh, yeah, so restaurants, I'll cold call them or I'll just walk in there. Okay. And show them what I do or, you know, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? They say no and then you just have to leave. 
Okay. I think a lot of people are afraid of that no. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's why people don't get out there and do a lot of stuff. They're afraid of getting no for an answer, getting rejected, mm -hmm. and they won't feel good enough. But if you go for the no and, you know, expect, you know what, they're probably going to say no to me. The majority of the time they don't say no, right? If you go out to embarrass yourself, it's impossible to embarrass yourself because when, you're, when you embarrass yourself, you are caught off guard, right? Yeah. When you get embarrassed, you are always caught off guard because you didn't expect something to happen and it happened to you and you're like, you're caught in a moment where I didn't mean to do that, I made a big mistake, and now I feel horrible about it. But if you expect to do that, if that's an expectation that you have, I'm probably gonna embarrass myself. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna embarrass myself, and I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Then you can't embarrass yourself, it's impossible because you're expecting yeah. to, right? Theoretically, yeah. Works for me. Almost like a separate embarrassment occurs. Did you learn that in theater? No, I just think <laughs> a lot about stuff. <laughs> I just I spend days thinking about embarrassment. Yeah. Well, you go around, I mean, so that probably has to pay it into doing the magic a lot because you do these parties and you go around, so there has to be some type of performance level. Yeah. The, yeah. So. The, the more you learn about other people, or the more you're around other people, and the more you learn about them, the more you learn about yourself, right? The more you just figure out the puzzle of figuring out who you are. Because, I mean, a lot, a lot of people have no clue who they are and how they want to act. Um, and they're trying, right? A lot of people try on a day-to-day -day basis. And being yourself shouldn't be something that you have to, to try to do. It should be something that's natural, like it just comes yeah. out of you. Right. Um, so, you know, I forgot the question, but I hope, you The know. performance part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the performance part of it. That, yeah, I mean, that's where you really f figure out who you are. Um, when you can go up to any group of people and make them like you um, and form a connection with them, then you start figuring out who you are and how you want, what is most conducive to make you feel good around other people, right? So okay. what makes you feel good around other people? When they like you, when they're positive, and when they kind of support you. So if you reflect that on other people and, and do that to them and kind of buddy up with them and, yeah. and make them feel like your friends when you're doing magic tricks, which I, I do. I feel like, you know, I feel like if I spent some time with these people, we could be friends, right? I'm only going to do 10 minutes of tricks with them, but I treat them in that way that they know that we're, we're going to be friends just like I would want to be treated. Right. Right. And if, if you make them friends, it lowers their guard, too. So I imagine that makes the, yeah, the magic a course. little easier to... Yeah, so people, I mean, some people naturally have a low guard. Their guard is naturally down. Yeah. Some people... Those people are beautiful are, people. Some people are very, very tense. Yeah. Just, you know. And I can't blame them, you know. I, you can't... You don't know what they're going through. Um, they're obviously going through something if they're tense and they're not wanting to really show more of themselves or like, you know, I, I don't expect like a big reaction, but you can tell when somebody is holding back rather than just letting loose, right? That's why okay. I think drinks always help when you're, when you're watching magic, um, because I mean, it lowers those inhibitions a bit. 
Yeah, yeah. So do you prefer to do uh, magic at events where there is drinking compared to like more dry, dry events? It dep I mean, it depends on the people. So I did a dry yeah. event this past Tuesday in Jackson, Mississippi, and um, they were just really cool people. They were very nice people. Right? Okay, so um, it worked out. So I want to perform for, uh, eventually my goal is to perform for people who I want to be around. Yeah. Right? To be around people who I want to be around all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, people who make me better and who I can make better. Um, but I mean, if if they're drinking, sometimes that sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. If it's people who are tense and they need to relax, drinking is great. If it's people who are naturally jerks or naturally, I mean, that's a rough word to use, but if they're naturally prone to, you know, just taking the attention for themselves or hogging right. attention or stuff like that. It can be a little, it can disrupt the flow a little bit. I, I always go with whatever happens and I'm gonna be their friend no matter what and joke around with them and tap them on the shoulder, but you know. So have you ever had any issues with that, going around in public? I work with the public, so yeah. um, a lot of this stuff resonates very strongly with me, but have you ever had any issues with, with drunk people at parties or overly I'm, confident people at, at parties that? that it, I mean, you always, you always eventually have trouble with, with some people and usually, I, I mean, these days, it's, it's just not, uh, it's not an issue so much anymore. Um, just because you learn how to deal with it, you learn how to have an out for everything. If somebody right. you know, does something they're not supposed to, I have an out that, that gets me out of it and makes it a, a good trick, regardless of what they did to, to screw it up. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, people will try to mess you up. It's just they, they want a little bit of a, attention. And oftentimes, if you give them attention off the bat and make them part of the trick and get them involved, then they're a lot less likely to want to screw you up. Okay. You know, just because they kind of want, want a little bit of a, attention from everybody. Okay, that's the pro tip of the trade right there. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. For all those professional magicians watching. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I know there's a lot of you. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a creative field. You know, this is a kind of a creative and cultural <laughs> podcast, and we bring on painters and musicians and, and different Everybody. artists and filmmakers and actors. And, you know, we met you at, at that mixer, and that was very interesting because yeah, there's a lot of creativity, right? Like, you got to creatively figure out how to deal with people and creatively, yeah. potentially... The performance part of it. Like perform the... and develop new tricks. Yep, a lot of layers, a lot of layers to it. Do you have any own of your own patented... Pat patented tricks. Patented? Um, <laughs> Registered trademark <laughs> tricks? No, I don't. Um, I don't have any patented tricks. I tend to just kind of do my thing. I don't think it would be worth going through the trouble of patenting <laughs> a trick. It's like, you know, I don't. nobody's going to do my trick as well as I do it. So it's right. like they might take it and, you know, I, so I know that I'm always going to do it the best. So I don't really care what everybody else is doing. Okay. Plus, if I don't, I don't think that anybody would would want to steal my tricks. Plus, a lot of magicians, if they saw my tricks, I put in little touches that always throw you off. So you don't know exactly how I did it. A magician might know to a certain extent how I did it, but they're not going to know the exact steps. So if they try to like reverse it, and you know, figure out what I did and do it for themselves, they're they're not going to be doing the same trick as me, probably, okay. most likely. That's well, good enough. Been. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <That's, laughs> I mean, you know, that's good we news. Kinda, we kind of <laughs> mentioned this a little bit earlier, but 
So you do like ma magic tricks. So what's the difference between doing magic tricks and illusions? Oh, I wanted to ask that question. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, is, if you mean like stage illusions, then, then that, I mean, stage illusions are stage illusions, right? They're illusions okay. done from stage. Um, so I call everything, I do a magic trick. Uh, I just say, I'll do some trick. I, when I walk, approach a group, I say, hey guys, y'all wanna see some tricks? And they say, yep, we wanna see some tricks, and I show them some tricks. It's that simple. Yeah. yeah. So some people get all, oh, but it's not artful to say that I do tricks. Nobody cares, man. Nobody cares. They just want you to be fun, and they wanna have a good time with you. Right. Nobody cares if you're saying trick. You know? <laughs> it's just dumb. Well, I didn't Especially know. When that's dumb. what magicians, like, that's what magicians on the inside do. They'll say, well, I do illusions, or I do the art of magic. I will perform the art of magic for you. Well, now they think you're just a creepy weirdo. They're yeah, like, that's what I want to know. You go up to somebody and say that. They want to see some tricks, man. <laughs> they want to see. see some tricks. I you guess know? that's kind of right, you know. <laughs> they just want to see some tricks, People dude. People get so caught up in words. Words are a weird thing. Well, they're so valuable, but so invaluable at the same time. <laughs> yeah. They matter so much, yet at the same time, you can make them, you know, the intent behind them can change. And yeah. no one can ever know the intent, so... You know, what are you going to do? I mean, in the environment that you would be in, in the corporate events, it's probably not significant to use the jargon of magicians, you know? I just want to see a drunk guy coming up and be like, show me some tricks, kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, since you do corporate events, I noticed on your website you use the term mingle quite freely. Is that... <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. Well, uh, yeah. Um, I really like the th thesauruses. So like, okay. <laughs> if I, I say like a word twice. Thesauruses or thesauri? Not sure. I was thinking about this that this morning. I was driving, um, as I do in the morning, and every uh, every morning you drive. Sometimes, so it depends on the morning. A lot of mornings <laughs> I drive, and I was looking at. Uh, I saw a Lexus, and I was like. There are a lot of Lexuses on the road, and I was like, that does not sound right. Should I call them Lexi? Is that what they call them? Or do they call them, you say Lexuses or what? I don't know. Yeah, let's just put an I at the end of them all, you know? I guess if that's... Wouldn't that be Lexi then? Just Lexi. I don't know. It would also, yeah, it would also be just Lexi in terms of spelling. <laughs> yeah. So... The Lexi deal dealership. So with the mingling thing, do, you, do people <laughs> pay? <laughs> back to the important God, stuff. God, Zach, can we get back to the mingling? I mean, geez, getting us off track here. <laughs> do you, um, when you're sort of like wandering around and doing this, do people ever tip you? Do you get paid in tips and stuff? In restaurants it? mostly. Well, at corporate events, they'll tip you too. If okay. you're good, if you blow their mind, then they'll throw out a tip. Um, usually they'll say, uh, you know, you're at a great point in your life and you should just keep going what you that's their tip and they that's always, their tip uh, okay <laughs> they give you a prayer card and send you on your way no they will give you tips um yeah especially restaurants um when i'm working the hard rock and the pub nashville they'll give i mean they'll give you tips um but i do get a salary for working there so okay i don't i don't ever rely on the tips i don't ever need them but it is good to you know, just to have a little bonus occasionally extra, to get yeah. some tips. Yeah, yep. yeah, because I'm sure you know if you're doing that much freelance for those many different companies, mm -hmm. like it becomes it becomes a, yeah, quite annoying during the tax season. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, tips do come up become a sizable portion of the of the income after a while. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, to be honest, at this point, I, I invest a lot of money of what I'm making back into my business. Okay. Um, so this year, I'm probably not going to end up paying any taxes because I've, you know, spent a lot on branding mm-hmm. and, and video and, you know, um, Facebook and Google. Just yeah. Getting up in the rankings. Probably a lot more than I should have spent, but uh, you only learn from your experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think that at this point, that, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Taxes are, you know, they're a part of it. I don't think I'm going to end up paying any this year. But in the future, yeah, uh, might need a CPA to do some. Uh, it's just the organization of all of it. It's just keeping all those documents in check and yeah. making sure you're not losing them. I mean, my girlfriend's an accountant, so she helps me, but. Yeah. Or she helps me keep it organized. Mm-hmm. But that's 90% of the problem. Yeah, I mean, we have people, I'm in a B&I group, Business Networking International, meets Wednesday mornings, and um, we have a CPA in there. That's part of the requirement. Like, yeah. the people that we have in there, we have certain people, magician is one of them. No, it's not. <laughs> the, the required magician. Yeah, the required magician. There are certain required things, and um, I'm the magician, right? So I just, like, I just came in there and I was like, there's no other magicians. I'm going to join. There can only be one of each, like, different, you know, field, and we have a CPA, so I'm probably just going to get them to do my taxes next year. Um, this year, I think I can handle it on my own. So have you ever been double booked at a, not double booked, have you ever been booked at an event where someone also separately booked a magician as well? And how do you handle that if there was another magician on the premises? Oh, if they booked two magicians? Do you like, guys have a problem where there's like only enough room in this town for one magician? No, they're all my friends. They probably all work at House of Cards with me. All the pros in the area really probably work at House of Cards. Okay. Um, yeah, and we're friends. We're all friends. We don't like... If somebody was like, you know, doing that to me, I would just be like, all right, you're kind of weirding me out here, man. What's going on? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not a very threatening person. I don't really like, I don't start arguments. Um, And I make people real. I have a, I I think this is my gift, making people realize pretty quickly that if they say something dumb, it probably wasn't smart, but not making them feel bad about it. Just like, you know, if, if if you said, well, there's only room enough for one magician in this town. I would be like, well, did you forget about, there's like six other guys in the town and we're just kind of like doing our thing and you know. Yeah. Um, so, no, it wouldn't, I mean, I've never experienced anything like that. Um, and if they did have another magician, they would have told me about it. I would have gotten in touch with them. We make sure we're not doing any of the same tricks and um, just at, sometimes they'll ask me if I have any recommendations for another magician, okay. and then I'll just book the other guy. Word. So we'll be on the same sort of paycheck, and I'll just give them the money. Okay. What are you doing over there? Somebody's calling me. Oh, okay. was it your mom? No. I thought. Oh, <laughs> my, my, my my grandmother just texted me. I'm not sure. Did she? <laughs> she did. Hmm. I was sensing it. I was sensing that something happened. So you do psychic work as well? Yeah, I was sensing. <laughs> I'm getting a grandmother in the room. Is there a grandmother in the room? <laughs> and I'm sensing a sister. Somehow. You should you should do psychic work. You should try to jump into it. Jump into that market. No, I'm not a psychic. That's it doesn't flow with the magic very well because when you do a magic <laughs> trick and then you do a psychic thing right beside it, then they're like, "Okay, that's just another magic trick." Right? Oh, okay. So they they just come, like unless you do all psychic stuff, at which you know, a lot of people will 
you know, give you crap anyway. It's just like, okay, this guy is full of, and I've never had any interest in that any, like, you okay. know, why would you want people to think that you're, you've got powers, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> people are susceptible to that. Yeah, they are very susceptible. Why would you want people to think you have powers? <laughs> and if you had powers, like mind reading powers, you wouldn't use like vague statements like, <clears throat> I'm sensing you're having some family trouble. And literally almost like, 90% yeah, of people are going to say, how did he know that? <laughs> how did he know about John? <laughs> Especially, and you know, this is not like targeting anybody, but women are just more susceptible to that stuff than men are. They just Why is are. that? You got to back that one up. Emotion. They just are. And Emotion. You got to back that up too. It, I, I hold both of y'all to it. I don't know. I think that men are more combative naturally. Men are more combative naturally. Oh, so you think our, it's more of men's aggression naturally men, that's men, the problem. Men okay. do not want to believe that you are better than them. <laughs> you know, and I think women want to more so believe in something greater than themselves, like some sort of um, spiritual, you know, thing that's beyond what they can do. Right? They want to believe in something more, and that's a big generalization there. But that's how I understand why women are more susceptible to a psychic or a mentalist doing their thing. They're more likely to believe it than a guy. Their husband's probably going to say, oh, he was just doing some tricks. He had like a trick to die. Yeah, because it's insulting him. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Just to make sure, you know, we're not putting people down unless it's our own kind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're about, it's about time to wrap this up. Yeah. To be frank, we've, we've filled the time. So, so. Well, you said a minute ago you wanted, this kind of goes into our wrap-up, but about your goals, you wanted to perform for people that you like like being around. So mm -hmm. do you want to eventually, would you like want to do like specials, like Netflix specials or? Um, those e did those exist, like, Netflix magic specials? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have the right person, it would exist. I guess um, that would be a stage, though. That would be an illusionist special. Netflix is waiting for a character to come along. They're waiting for somebody who they yeah. can use to their advantage. That's why they use a lot of these great comedians, because they're characters and they have their own thing. Right. A lot of magicians are bland and they're not, you know, they just do the same tricks as everybody else in the same way. But if you get somebody interesting, then, um, then you can really run with it. Uh, as far as like goals and stuff, I don't know. I don't know what where I'm headed, what I want to do, but um, I do have consistent smaller things that I reach toward. Once I reach toward those uh, things and accomplish, you know, uh, what I set out to accomplish, I move on to something else. I move on to something bigger, something better, um, and the goal is to eventually, you know, um, just grow to a point where the growth becomes incremental and then I can move on to something else. I might do some acting in the future. I might be doing magic my whole life if I'm consistently finding new things to kind of exploit to my advantage and to grow from. Um, as long as I'm making progress and growing as a person, I'm happy. Yep. So, um, who's... And praise uh, Satan. Is what I was gonna say for the praise, final. not hell, Satan. Praise yeah, Satan. We pray, yeah, we praise. I don't know why people say hail. It's just like the dumbest, like Satan. That's what they say in Sabrina. Praise yeah. Satan. Yeah, I think that lawsuit <laughs> just finished out too. Oh, yeah, over the statue, the yeah, Satanist. Satan, the he Satanist. Was, he was a little bit angry about it. Yeah, he's you know <laughs> they say he's a happy guy, but yeah. he's got a temper. 
He does. So other than like Satan, who is your main inspiration? Uh, uh, like I said earlier, I'm a sports fan, so I look to, uh, to these athletes for inspiration a lot. I do have a couple magicians who I like. Um, most of them I don't really get much inspiration from, to be honest with you. Interesting, okay. Uh, like David Blaine is an exception because he's, he's just taken everything to a new level. He, he redefined magic for a lot of people. And he's constantly taking things to the next level. That's why I like him a lot. Um, there's a guy named Gary Kurtz, who is a Canadian magician who not a lot of people know about, but he is fantastic. He's brilliant and he's smart. I like smart people. Okay. Right? You can be as talented as you want, but the smart people, smart, here, here's a, a formula for success. You have to be smart. I'm sorry if you're not. <laughs> smart and confident in yourself. Have some confidence and have some drive, right? Smart confidence and drive, drive discipline, you know, that sort of stuff. You have confidence without discipline or, you know, okay. without having a little bit of intellect to figure out what you're doing. Okay. Then. I'm having that I'm having that guy thing where I'm trying to combat these thoughts. Yeah, go for it, dude. Well, conversation. you know, I know there are, well, there are <laughs> musicians that, you know, you're using big terms again because, you know, secretly you're a psychic. Mm. And, you know, I think like you say, you need, you need brains to have success, but I know there are plenty of people like say certain pop stars. Well, not just not success. See? I, I not, well, not uh, a form. <laughs> Look, a formula for anybody to have success is discipline and just having right. a confident mindset and luck, you know. Not really luck. I mean, look, anybody, I'm talking about the best of the best, right? If you want to okay. be the best of the best, look at all of the best of the best. I don't care if you're successful. I care about if you're redefining something, if you're on a different level from Oh, okay, else. okay. Then the intelligence part becomes a factor. So you're saying someone that is in control of their own self. Right. Okay, so then when you used the term success earlier, I was saying it. Yeah, probably. There yeah, are certain sure. pop stars that may sign a terrible contract. Right. But really, it's it's this other person that's in control, and it's their yeah. success, and, unless so. Okay. And some people, cool. all, all the time, people with discipline, and they work hard, get success. They have success, right? But... I really like, I mean, my, my, I guess my definition, what I was thinking of in my head was the success that people like Roger Federer have, Leo Messi, Ronaldo, okay. or uh, Conor McGregor, these are, or uh, Michael Jordan, I love these guys, because they're smart, they're smart, right, they're not right. just talented, you see all these talented athletes and talented soccer players and stuff, young guys who have a lot of talent, they don't make great decisions. They're not grounded. They aren't necessarily leaders. They don't really have control over themselves, mm -hmm. right? And I know that's, that's smart and intelligent. They're very broad words to use, and they don't. We all have different definitions for them to ourselves, right? Right. So that was probably not the best word to use, but they can't compare to Messi. They can't compare to Ronaldo, right? They're not even close. It's not a comparison. And when I look at it, I say. Those guys are grounded, they're smart, they know what they're doing, they make good decisions, right? They and make good decisions. And that's your inspirations. Yep. That's good. I find that interesting that you kind of chose sports players over magicians like right out the gate. We can't, we don't have time to dive into it, but I just, <laughs> I just find that interesting. Yeah. Well, like some, kind of going along with inspiration, one of the last things we like to ask mm -hmm. people because as are most other people who do this, we want to encourage 
um, knowledge or whatever. Reading. Reading. Um, <laughs> so is there any like books or anything that has inspired you in your life or business or? Uh, um, excluding Aleister Crowley books. <laughs> um, I, I don't read that much nowadays. Um, any books, I mean certain magic books, Gary Kirch's book, okay. Magic Book, is um, one that really inspired me and just showed me how smart this guy is. And um, it, I mean, other, other than that, like certain magicians have inspired me. I don't know if like any books have really, uh, I mean, they reveal knowledge to you, so it's always good to read books. Mm -hmm. I don't read them as much as I should, but um, yeah, I just kind of, a lot of times I prefer to just do stuff, like take action. And if I decide I need to learn more about this subject, I'll learn it. I don't read for the sake of reading. Okay. Just to learn about random stuff. I read when I need to read, when I need to learn about something. Other than that, you know, I just do stuff and <laughs> exist. And see what, and see I what, do <laughs> such stuff and exist. Uh, That's the human condition right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cool. Sums up life. I'm a get stuff doneer. All right. Do you have any um, social media or websites? I do have plug? some social media. I'm glad you asked. Uh, I am on Instagram. It's at Magic Amory, A-M-O-R-Y. That's how you spell it. Uh, I'm on Facebook. My name's Amory Hermits. I'll let you figure that out on your own. And I do have a website. It's AmoryHermits.com. Uh, yep. That's what I got. That's where you are. Yeah. Cool. And That's all of the links will be below the yep. video. Um, and all of ours, as usual, is just at the A to Z exchange across the board. So. Yeah. Pretty Sweet. Easy. Oh, yeah, it is. All right. Yeah. It's easy to find, <laughs> man. All right. Well, that'll be it. Yeah. We'll be back we'll next you. week. Cool. Yeah. Woo!